It's the Prep Rally Podcast, the only podcast in the state dedicated to prep sports. Brought to you by the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Here's your host, Chip Souza. And welcome to the Prep Rally Podcast. This is the Spring Break Eve, the pre-Spring Break Podcast. I am Chip Souza, joined by Henry Apple, Ricky Fires. And the ruggedly handsome Leland Barclay. See, Ricky, you were oh, last week. Wow. I've got to give it to Leland. He's, he's cleaned he took it. a shower? Yeah, he cleaned himself up a little bit, so he gets to be this week's ruggedly yeah, handsome. Yeah, put deodorant on, too. There you go. There you go. So, uh, anyway, we're rocking and rolling. This is uh, the week before spring break, so uh, got some conference action that happened this week for the spring sports. But before we get into all that, we're going to recap last weekend's state championship basketball yes. games down in Hot Springs all uh, Twelve teams were crowned state champions, Henry. I, that's that's a lot. That's a that's a lot. Of, that's a lot of renditions of we are the champions. Yeah, and it, in uh, in snow as well. It was snowing in Hot Springs yeah, on Friday. They so. got they got it done. So uh, Leland, we uh, the River Valley was very well represented in state championship games. So was Northwest Arkansas. We'll start Leland with Class One A County Line Boys. Man, I thought Leland, I thought they were going to pull that one out. They end up losing forty four forty one to Bradley. Had a Gave up a, a late shot there at the end to, to put Bradley up by three, and County Line has a little bit, little bit of time, a few seconds left to maybe get off a shot, and they couldn't get the ball inbounded. No, you know they um, they trailed by quite a bit earlier in that game and battled back like they have all season. You yeah. know Bradley's Bradley's so good and has such a rich tradition, and uh, you know uh, Coach Harris down there has. Um, boy, he's been there a very, very, very long time, and that's just a that's a that's a tough program to beat. But you know, County Line's very good too; has a rich tradition and uh, making their first appearance in the uh, state championship game since 1981. Wow! Well, they they finished the season with 40 wins. So we've talked about that conference, Henry. The 1A1, it's 1A1 East or just 1A1? 1A1 West. 1A1 West. Three teams in that conference with 30 or more wins. County line, 40 wins. Uh, the new school, 30-some-odd wins. Ozark Catholic, 30, 31, 32 wins, something like that. Uh, what a tremendous conference. And, and uh, probably had a lot to do with preparing county line and, and for its postseason run. Uh, county line, of course, makes it to the championship game. And the new school made it, what, uh, Leland, to the semis, right? Or se- yes. At least, yeah, yeah, to the semis. Uh, now, I don't know about County Line. I don't know how many players they got coming back, but I know the new school has quite a few players coming back next year. I don't think – Leland, I don't think they have a senior on their roster. Um, and so they'll be, they'll be a team to watch again. So 1A basketball, uh, you know, is, is, uh, was, was solid all year long and, and uh, state championship game, you know, proved it. Uh, so we're going to move to Class 2A where the Lavaca Golden Arrows were making – Leland, I think their their first state championship game appearance in like you know 30, 40, 50 years, something like that as well. And congratulations to Renner Reed and his boys for getting the win. And man, Leland, they looked strong in that championship game. Well, they did. There was uh, there was no fear in the uh, eyes of the Golden Arrows for sure. You know, very uh, seasoned team. And you know, Coach Renner's in his or Coach Reed's in his tenth year there. These guys were in the second grade when he came there. And uh, he is—he has definitely put his stamp on that program. Yeah. And they play good defense. They rebound. Uh, you know, he'll tell you he that they kind of do the things that travel. Yeah. Because uh, you know we see the, the thing that's so odd in basketball, and we see this. You know, we're going to see this in the NCAA tournament. 
you know, district tournaments are at a, at one gymnasium. Then regional tournaments are at another gymnasium. Then the state tournament is at another gymnasium. And then the finals are at another one. Yeah. And it's so hard. One thing that, that is tough on teams that are traditionally jump shot shooting teams and three point shooting teams is that adjustment to the backdrop and everything. And, and boy, defense and rebounding doesn't change. Floor, the floor is still 94 feet long and 50 feet wide or whatever it is. Uh, like in, in the movie Ricky Hoosiers, you know, they measured the rim. How much is it? 10 feet. How much is the free throw line? 15 feet. Or is it back yeah. home? Yeah, just like, just like back home. Just like back home. <laughs> just like back oh. home. <laughs> uh, but you're right, Leland. Defense travels, uh, rebounding travels, and toughness travels. And uh, Lavaca took that. Uh, every step of the way this year and won that championship, took it back to Lavaca. So congratulations to them. Now, Henry, we're going to talk about 3A a little bit where I know you have a little bit more working knowledge. You've seen Bergman play a few times. Bergman girls, they were, I tell you what, what a tremendous run, 43-0 and for Bergman. And the thing of it is, uh, after Saturday night's state championship game, I made a phone call to James Halitska and just talked to him briefly and stuff like that. Uh, if you think Bergman's going to be a one-trick pony, no. guess again. Guess again. Yeah. Uh, their junior high team this year, undefeated. Wow. Their seventh grade team this year, undefeated. Wow. And Maddie Holt coming back also, yeah. Ricky. I don't know if you knew that or not, but she's I a junior. I did know because yeah. I did player of the week and she was our player of the week. And I was talking to Halitska, uh, and I said, man, in that game I saw that uh, Maddie, she just went to her left. She went to the left with their left hand and just did it flawless easily. And uh, Halitska talked about it. He said, man, uh, we saw the opposition overplaying her on her right, and she is good enough. You know, I can barely make a right-handed layup, and she just did bank them shots in forever right she did. there. And she, she did. They just a keep, tremendous They player. couldn't keep her out of the lane. They Lamar couldn't keep her, keep her out of the lane. lane. Yeah, and I watched the game, and uh, I have to admit, I had a little bit of butterflies because I know how the bank of the Ozarks Arena is, that openness. And you always wonder, how will these teams be affected with their shooting? With the different look, different yeah. atmosphere. Carson Edwards took the first shot for Bourbon, a three-pointer. It hits the front rim and just goes right in. I said, hmm, this is interesting because usually I'm thinking, hey, it might take minutes before somebody even scores. Bergman ended up shooting like 56% from the floor wow. in the game. And this was a variety, three-pointers, two-pointers, it didn't matter. And, then, of course, if you foul Maddie Holt, you just almost gave up yeah. two now, three points right then and there. Now, Henry, I know Bergman, you know, is Maddie Holt's a junior. They're going to miss Kara Ponder. Yes. Uh, she, she is a steadying force, uh, a steadying influence on that team as a senior, you know, out there play, playing through multiple knee injuries that she's had. Um, and uh, but they're, they're going to miss her. I mean, they're going to miss her leadership. And, and uh, you could tell uh, when they were playing that championship game, the ball went through her a lot, um, mm-hmm. and she would kind of she was kind of the point forward or whatever yeah. for their offense, and it went through her a lot. Now, granted, it went from her to Maddie Holt a lot. Maddie scores a lot in transition too, but they're going to miss Kara. And also, this just in: Lamar's best player was a freshman. <laughs> You know what? Do you see the way she throws that ball, that passes? That's like a Magic Johnson. We're talking yeah. about Corey Sanders. Yeah, Corey Sanders. She didn't yeah. shoot very well. I think that Maddie did a good job on her defensively. But that girl uh, dominates the court yeah. with her pass and her ability to find the open person. Wouldn't be a surprise to see these two teams go at it again next year, Leland. I would not be surprised at all. 
uh, with what they got coming back. Yeah, because you know, when, I, I loved watching those teams play this year. Yeah, you know, I yeah. saw Bergman down at the regional tournament. Went down and covered Lamar uh, earlier when they played Arkansas Baptist, and uh, boy, it was just a, it's a, it's a real pleasure, uh, and uh, we're kind of spoiled in this area to to the basketball we get to watch nine in and nine out especially the girls' programs in this area and your area. Man, just fantastic. Now, we didn't have a team make the championship game in the boys' 3A, but we, you know, we had some really good boys' 3A teams as well. Um, And so those will be, you know, those will be, you know, ones to keep uh, your eye on, you know, moving forward. Uh, Bergman maybe a little slip up a little bit in there. We thought maybe they'd go a little farther. I thought Elkins, quite the opposite, Ricky. I I was not uh, not – aware of how Elkins could be, and Elkins had a, a fantastic yeah, absolutely. season. Yeah, so uh, you know, 3A boys, really, really good. Moving to the 4A, uh, the Farmington girls were making their third straight uh, appearance in the state championship game, and, Ricky, they could not have picked a, a worse time to have their worst shooting game of the year. Uh, Henry's talking about the, about the different and, – and Leland, about uh, different uh, gyms, the bag drop and everything. I was talking to a couple of the Farmington girls before they went down there, and I said – I've heard that. Is that really a dev? She said, one of the girls, absolutely, that's hard to get used to. And they didn't get to practice on the, in uh, Bank OZK Arena. And it showed up in their stats. They did not shoot well in that game. And they still hung in there, only lost by a point. Uh, makes you sick for them. But they did. They got they got there for the second, or actually technically third straight year, uh, but just a little short. Now, something else, Ricky. Uh, let's give Nashville all the credit uh, for this win. Uh, Nashville did an absolute masterful job on defense. Their full-court press caused Farmington a lot of problems. They forced 21 turnovers in that game. Um, So, let's give Nashville all the credit in the world. A former Clay Reeves assistant coach there at Nashville, right, Henry? Am I right about that? I think you are. Yeah. Um, can't, um, name name escapes me, but but uh, from the Clay Reeves coaching tree, of which Alan Barton is the the next limb down. But but we got a bunch of limbs on that tree, um, and so so uh, give Nashville the, the and they're still an Etz, by the way. You don't see that very often anymore, but they're still the Scrapper Etz. Scrapper, Scrapper Etz. Etz. Oh my goodness! Uh, takes the whole jersey. It's, it starts on the right side and goes all the way around the back and whatever to get all that on a jersey but anyway uh, congratulations because they won that game they won that they game. won that game Farmington hadn't been pressed like right. that and they, 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 they won that game. wow and if you if you watch them play you'll notice a very similar style to Greenwood yeah, you yeah. Know, Paul, well, why, why Paul, change anything Leland I mean <laughs> well Paul yeah. Dean Paul Dean was there eight years there under coach Reeves Paul of course Dean. his dad was a coach too at Pine Bluff and won a yeah. state championship for the that year in 1995, I think it was. was yeah, I was down yep. at Pine Bluff. Well, yeah. you probably saw a very little bitty Paul Dean running around somewhere. <laughs> yeah, uh, so, but uh, he he was with Coach Reeves for eight years and went to the championship game four of those eight years, and then he took a head coaching job at the Queen. He's been at Nashville three years, and he has. Boate, um, I mean, you watch that team play, and you see. Clay Reeves and Greenwood stamped all over it. I tell you what, especially defensively. I tell you what, Leland, I didn't give I didn't give Nashville much chance to win that game at all, and they they proved me wrong. I did not. I underestimated how well that they would play defense at that full court press. It really caused Farmington a lot of trouble. Yeah. Uh, now, Leland, I didn't get a chance to see Darian Ford play this year. You saw to see him play a couple of times um, covering the 4A state tournament at Magnolia, but man. 
you know, there again, the state championship game on, uh, you know, the 4A state championship game, I believe he had 29 points, something like that. Uh, just so smooth. Uh, not, you know, there's just not a lot of – there's, you know, his game is strong. A- every facet of his game is strong. Defensively, it's strong. He's got a good mid-range game. You can't he even tell what position he plays. He plays every, whatever. He plays whatever. wherever. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so, you know, what a, what a great – addition that's going to be for Arkansas. Where's he going to play, Ricky? It doesn't matter. Wherever he's going to play he basketball. That's he's where he's going to play. play. Ball. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, three straight uh, three state championships for him um, at Magnolia. Um, and uh, boy, I tell you what, uh, that 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 place uh, down there Saturday night, it was it was packed. You couldn't get in. Anybody couldn't no, nobody, nobody else could get in. Yeah. They wouldn't even let people with AAA passes in. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so that place Ford holds- finished Ford finished his career one hundred and two, and six. I think that's pretty good, four, Ricky. I think that's that's pretty years. good. I, I'm not a math and major, his, but I think that's. Pretty and good. he's only going to get better because yeah. he's such a. He has the basketball IQ, plus he has the work ethic to go along with Just it. Look so at his body. A, I mean, Ricky, my God, this kid. I, he's not a football player, but I'm going to tell you right now. If he said, "Hey, I'm going to I'm going to play football," Sam Pittman, can you find me a place? If I'm Sam Pittman, I'm like. Come on over, son. We'll find some place for you. Anybody who's got a body like that, we'll find you a place to play. He's solid. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it's looked like he he lives in the weight room. I mean, he just the kid is just chiseled. You know, Um, so Darian Ford completes his career. You know, I I don't I don't know any any more honors he probably could have won, but uh, uh, whatever it was, he he got it. So that was in the four A, and we're gonna go to the five A. We're gonna bring back up Clay Reeves. Leland, nine state championships as a coach. Nine of them, Ricky. Nine. How many at Greenland? Three. Three. Then Six at Greenwood. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. Well, you know, Leland, I know you Over 750 wins. There you go. There you go. And uh, I tell you, um, he took the loss to Jonesboro in the second round of the state tournament last year personally. He, he did. And, and he was um, – he coached – this team differently this year because of that yeah and uh boy it 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 showed because there was there was no rattling this team and of course he's done this for a long time plays the absolute toughest non-conference schedule that he can find he'll he'll go and play at north of the rock he'll play at north side he'll go up north and play bentonville or harbor you know it doesn't matter to him you know what his motto Uh, is don't you what else you got what else you got? <laughs> and, what, and he just rolls them girls out he, there, and they well, all looked at. And same, Ricky, that's what I was going to say. Uh, Jonesboro focused their attention on shutting down Maddie Cartwright. I mean, that was their defensive game plan. <clears throat> we are going to take her out of the game. And Greenwood said, "Go ahead," because Addie, whatever her name is, a freshman, is it Addie Taylor or uh, Abby Summit? Abby, yeah, Abby Summit. She's a saint. She's a senior. Well, there was but one then that was Anna a sophomore. Trusty's a that's sophomore. her. Anna yeah. Trusty. Anna Trusty's yeah. the one. She stepped it up. What she had like twenty four, I think. Did she, Leland? She had twenty four points. Uh, of course, uh, Maddie Cartwright does so many things. She does. She only scored two points, but she went ahead and got her seven rebounds. She got a block shot. I think two steals, three assists. So she fills up the stats. Adding up so them they digits, Ricky. Adding Add up yep. them digits. You know what? A little bit here, a little bit here, a little yep. bit here. What position does she play, Ricky? Wherever she wants. Wherever she wants. Wherever she's needed. Wherever she needed. That's yeah. what she played. Well, and before the state tournament, nobody really had heard of Carly Sexton. And then she hits that three-pointer that beats West Memphis and gets the start in the state championship games and, and scores 10 points yeah. with two big, three-pointers. Big. 
So that was the 5A girls. Greenwood uh, comes back. They they get the win there for the championship. Again, Clay Reeves, nine state championships as a as a basketball coach uh, in the state, and uh, you know just a tremendous tremendous coach, uh, of which we are blessed to have to call our one of our guys, one of our guys, one of our people. Uh, of course, in the 5A boys, it was all Jonesboro and their swan song in 5A. Ricky, what do you think? Best team in the state. Oh, man, that's why I was going to pose that to you guys. Uh, uh, just sure, since we don't have overall. How can they not be? I, I don't say, how can you not? How can have, they not be? Could, uh, how can Jonesboro? Oh, they didn't beat fi- North. Oh, yes, they oh, did. they did. They didn't beat. Oh, uh, yes, they oh, did. Oh, yes, they did. <laughs> the only feedback I heard from is that, well, they played them on their home court in their own turf. So you know, that's what? That's legitimate. So what? So what? But I don't see how you can uh, not have Jonesboro number one. What do you think, Leland? Head to head. Yeah, absolutely. There's no question. Me, I, I mean, what I look, I'm looking forward to them coming to 6A next year. I mean, the, you know, yes. it's going to be fantastic. And of course, is this where we transition into the annual overall state tournament? Well, we will. Let's, <laughs> let's talk about that though. So let's go. Let's go to 6A where yeah. you know I was hopeful Bentonville was going to give North Little Rock a, a good show, and they did for a little while. Henry, they 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 stood in there that first bell, first round. They ding, stood ding, in there, ding. traded blows with them. Second round, they're still trading blows. They took a few little shots to the head, but when halftime came, Bentonville's still standing. Yeah, they were yeah. still standing. Okay, well then the last three or four rounds of the fight, Ricky, they, they were North Little Rock rope a doped them. Uh, they yeah, did, and and, and that's that's Boom. what they that's what they can do. And and uh, but I tell you what, major props to Bentonville. Yes, they obliterated three teams to get to the championship game. Oh, and by the way, Ricky. Two of their top players will be back next year. They'll be back. Rick uh, Henry, I would love to see uh, the center. What's his name? Gone blank. Caden Miller. Caden Miller. Add about 20, 20, 30 pounds to his frame. Man, I would love to see that. Get him a little tougher in that lane a little bit. And he needs to be for his junior and senior year what Kalel Ware was for North Little Rock. He needs to be that enforcer in the middle. I know he blocks a lot of shots. Um, but I'd like to see him add a little bit of weight and get a little tougher in that in that lane, and I think he'll do that. Yeah. I'd like to see a little mean streak in him. Absolutely. Now, he needs some dog in him. He uh, there are two mean streaks in basketball. You can be a mean streak and have, be just a downright dirty player. Yeah. That's not what no, I want. No, But I want a guy that gets in there and says, hey, you see this little block here? It's mine. It's mine. That's my turf. I'm marking my turf. <laughs> hey, I'm Henry, didn't Marianne Dada more or less? I, when I saw her freshman, she's a string bean at – Man, she really uh, matured and put on weight. And yeah, if he would go to the Merriam Dowda School yeah. of of, uh, of Development, yes, yeah, that'd be fantastic. But major props to Bentonville again, Dick Rippy. What a great job that they did. They uh, they were a little bit. Uh, I'm gonna say they were pissed off at the way they played uh, in the regular season, Ricky, because they know they were better. than They that. underachieved. They they, they did. There's no question that they did that, and they, they would tell you that they'd admit to that. Uh, but when the state tournament rolled around. They were able to get it back together again. He was able to convince that team and get them to buy into it being a new season, and they did. And major, major props to them. Yes, they they hung in there with in with North Little Rock about as good as they were going to. And and uh, uh, no no shame in that game, Ricky, and no shame in that game at all. Nope. So I've got to ask you guys because um, when I was going back and doing some capsules and kind of seeing how these teams had done. Um, which was the real Bentonville team, the team that we saw for two weeks in March or the one that we saw or you guys saw, because I never saw them play, or the team that played in the 6A West for eight weeks? It's the team that you saw in the state tournament. That's what they, that's what they that's had what we that capability of. That's what we were expecting yeah. from them. You're right. 
Um, but this just in: the six A West boys was was were good. Yeah. And, and, and it's going to be the same yeah. next year. You yeah. look at what they got coming back. Fayetteville started three sophomores. Yep. Springdale right. started two freshmen. Yep. Bentonville, they got Jalen Lee back, and they got and they got Caleb back next year. So they're going to be very good. You know, I mean, this this conference, it ain't taking no step back. It's going to be better next year than it was this year, in my opinion. So, you know, there would not be it would not be a surprise to me, Henry Dahl, to see Bentonville back in that championship game next year. Would not be a surprise. Not at be all. a surprise there. No. And and also remember this. We got a newcomer coming. We do. Well, well, yeah. It's not really a newcomer. Not new, Welcome back, our cousin from the from the from the uh, who is that? Would that be west or whatever it is, the east, wherever they're from, north side. Come on back in. Come on back into the west. Come on, come on back in. We get we get north side back, and I'm oh, tickled wow. to death for that. Yeah, you know. So uh, anyway, so that's on the boys' side, the girls' side. Now, Leland, we couldn't go wrong in the girls' in the girls' championship game. We could not go wrong. We got Ricky Smith and Northside. Wow. I mean, them making it to the championship game, that was, to me, of all the classifications, to me, the biggest surprise is Northside girls being back in the championship game considering everything they had lost from last year. What a tremendous job they did. Leland, Ricky might have done his – Smith might have done his best coaching job this year. Oh, absolutely, because, yeah. you know, Yanni Relaford was the only player coming back with any significant playing Correct. time, or I guess significant playing time as well as responsibilities. Yes. Uh, Cassidy Ward played a lot last year and, and even started in the state championship game last year. But, you know, she was at the – you know, she was a role player last year. Right. And so this year being a returning starter and really the second most experienced player on that team, she was looked at a lot – and then, of course, Ariana Gooden coming in added added a, a lot to that team too. Hey, Ricky, she's but a still very young. They had two freshmen on that team that contributed uh, a lot at Northside. Three yeah. or three, yeah, two or you, three. Yeah, because the the twins, and then you have the uh, little Bashirs. Oh, that's right, little Bashirs. Yeah, I forgot about her. So Northside, this just in, Ricky. They'll be back. But major props to Daryl Fimple and, Nor- and uh, North Little One of Rock. our guys. One of our guys, an Alma Fimp Dog. You know, I love that guy's passion. And, uh, uh, you know, he's a, a tremendous coach and has a tre- tremendous program down there. Um, you know, it's uh, the 6A girls is just, I mean, it is just a dogfight. I don't care who you play, the, the Central, the West. Showed you how good when Conway got knocked yeah, out. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, it, it's just it's just tough. And then and, and next year, you know, there'll be some good teams, uh, good teams to watch. Uh, you know, it, it, it's just great. Bad. We're, we're Leland. You said this a couple. Of, we're blessed, Ricky. You said that we're blessed. We're blessed to see such great basketball um, from top to bottom, from one A to to six A, and and. Uh, um, I hate to see it end, you know, uh, but man, they'll be they'll be back next year. It's going to be some great teams, be some great games, and uh, looking you know looking forward to that. This because you saying, know one one thing about the coverage, you know, whenever Chip sends out a note and kind of says, "Hey, who do we want to cover this week?" or you know, "What's it looking like in the next couple of weeks?" We don't have to look and go, oh, I don't want to watch them. No, oh, I don't no. want to go to that game. Oh, well, I guess I'll go to that one. It's like, wow, which of these? How do four I only pick one? Yeah, Leland, how do I only pick exactly. one? Yeah, can I? I mean, it's, t- it's too bad we can't go to, you know, more than one, you know? It's like uh, that ice cream place, uh, 49 different flavors. Which right. one you want? Yes. I'll take about four of them. 
stack them one on top of another one in a cone. So major, again, major props to the uh, teams that won state championships. Major props to all teams, no matter what, no matter how your season was. Uh, you know, just uh, it's just great to be out there. It's great to be playing uh, mask-free and uh, and back to uh, 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 pretty close to normalcy, Ricky. That's that's what I'm most happy about. Now, this is where we transition. Okay. Uh, we know uh, the overall tournament was for 20 years, and the coaches killed it. But my goodness, if this was a year, who you got number one? Jonesboro. You got you got uh, uh, North Little Rock. How about the girls, Leland? I'll let you start off. Who's your number one in boys and girls overall? Well, I mean, in the girls, obviously it it has to be North Little Rock number one. But I've got to go Conway number, number two, two yep. because of the the body of work over four months. I don't think that can be discounted. Hey, now, did they get upset and play their worst game at the no. worst time? Hey, absolutely. Leland, I'm going to tell then, you right now, though, I wouldn't discount Melbourne being yeah, in there. I wouldn't either. <laughs> well, and last year, now last year was real interesting yeah. for Melbourne's case because they had beaten Northside, which had won the state's largest classification championship. And I think they'd, hadn't they also beaten Jonesboro? Yeah. yeah. Oh, hey, Ricky. So they have beaten oh, the 6A and wait, 5A champions. Wait, wait, Leland, wait a minute. Don't forget, Jenna Lawrence was at Melbourne, too, and then she moved <laughs> to What would that Melbourne team have been like with her still there this year? That's your wow. number one team, I mean, probably. Undefe- yeah. But I still, mean, yeah, even they lose her and they're still, lose, they're still undefeated. You know what? Still undefeated. And I know it's a lower class 3A, but, hey, wouldn't you, the Bergman girl, wouldn't you want to, you're 43-0, wouldn't Ricky, you want to shot at somebody? I'll take Maddie Holt against anybody. Absolutely. <laughs> so, I know they, uh, I you just You can have anybody else you want, I want Maddie Holt. I wish there, you know what, put the 43-0 team on one side of the bracket, the 34-0, and go. let them go, go up against fun. the big people. I just don't understand why we can't do that. That would be fun. That would be fun. So let's go from basketball, Leland. We're going to go over to spring sports now. No. <laughs> yes. Okay. It's 75 right. degrees outside of that. I'm still missing my basketball, sports. though. There okay. All right. So, Leland, you had a chance to see Rodgers uh, on Monday, defending state champions. Uh, oh, by the way, Ricky, they're pretty good again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you think, Leland? Uh, they're pretty good yeah, again. <laughs> pretty good again. Yeah. You know, so much of baseball, and, you know, we, we know this, especially on the, well, any level, but so I think so much more on high school and even college, but, boy, it's pitching. Yeah, and, he, and, and, and Rogers, Rogers has it. And Rogers once again has it. I mean, this is the, the conference opener, and their starting pitcher goes the distance and throws less than 90 pitches in a shutout victory on the road in the conference opener. That's efficient. Boy, you, you, I'm telling you. And then they completed the sweep. Uh, Henry on Tuesday night of Southside, so they uh, they opened the conference play at two and zero. Now Leland, you saw you know you saw a pretty good game. Henry saw a terrific game on Monday. Uh, not so terrific for us us guys who 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 are on deadline, but a terrific game, Henry. You got to admit, I mean it's a great game. One to one for for eleven and what eleven innings. Eleven one innings. To one. It was one to you one. You don't get any better than that. Yeah. It, wow. It wasn't that the you know they had their chances, but it seemed like. It, Bentonville had the bases loaded with two outs or one out or two outs and hit a line drive right at the center fielder. Double play. Or no, no just oh, for the oh, out. Third out, third out. Or, or Harbor have batters at the corners. Line drive right back to the center fielder. Wow. And like wow. just could not get that key hit 
inning after <clears throat> inning after inning. Now, Leland, you'll you'll love this. People who don't like baseball, Ricky, would look at that one-to-one game and go, well, that's boring. You know what, Leland? Baseball's a kind of a game for smart people. Smart Absolutely. people look at that and they go, man, I, that is a that's as good as it gets. That's as good I've, as it gets. I've been calling baseball forever a thinking man's yes, sport. Yes, yes. What'd you say, but, a drinking you know, man's sport? <laughs> <laughs> well, it probably it if be you're Henry and you're yeah. covering that game yeah. Monday night, it might be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you know, the interesting thing that I I think is you know unique about uh, the high school baseball in our area is we have the 6A West, which plays usually a Monday-Tuesday home-and-away series. Right. The 6A Central, they divide theirs completely into two halves, but they go home-and-away. Home-and-away. But like Northside played Bryant at Bryant on Monday night and won. And then they won't play Brian at home for about a month. Okay. Well, that's it's it's separated. Yeah. But they usually go Monday, Thursday. But like Northside plays at Central on Thursday. Okay. okay. And in three or four weeks, Central will come to Hunts Park. Okay. So so that become becomes kind of a different kind of strategy for pitching, because it's kind of a weekly thing. Well, and also obviously Cleveland. obviously on the Monday and Tuesday setup in the West. You're going to start your ace probably on Monday, yes. your number two guy on Tuesday. Well, also, Leland, the way the the West does it is you're not going to – your pitcher your pitcher who throws on Monday is probably not going to throw on Tuesday at all unless he throws an inning. The way they're doing the Central, you could actually have a pitcher go a couple of innings on that Thursday game if you wanted to. If he if he had a lighter workload on that Monday, he could, he could go an inning or two. Well, especially on that Monday – if maybe you get a big lead, jump out to a big lead, and he throws 40 pitches, yeah, he could come you back might think Thursday. about bringing him back for two innings yes. on yes. Thursday. And then in the 5A West, you know, Van Buren, Alma, and Greenwood, they play a doubleheader oh, yeah. once a week. Yeah. You know, so that's a – that's you talk about, you know, Henry's four-and-a-half-hour night. That's about a five-hour night yeah. on that Tuesday. But they play doubleheaders, which is mm. kind of, you know, that's a different animal too. But, yeah. So it's three different setups for the three uh, conferences in our area. Right, right. So baseball-wise, Rogers opens up with a 2-0 with a sweep. Bent- Bentonville, Harbor, 1-1. One one. They split their, their two games. Uh, West, also 2-0. They swept Fayetteville, mm-hmm. um, Springdale one and one. They split their series with Heritage, uh, and so it'll be so now. And now they take a week off for spring break. Some teams will be going to some out of state tournaments. Some couple of teams are uh, playing more closer to home next week. But then, so they'll get next week off of conference play for spring break, and then they'll come back and they'll have a. What, Henry, six week straight, six straight week run? Yeah, we're there. It'll go Monday, Tuesday for six straight weeks. And uh, man, oh man, uh, uh, Bentonville and Harbor goes 12 innings Monday night. Well, Rogers Heritage and Springdale went 10 innings yeah, Tuesday, Tuesday night. night. Um, so it's going to be some great baseball. Uh, Ricky, you had a chance to see a little soccer uh, on Tuesday night. Bentonville girls, oh, this just in, they're pretty good. Yeah, once I f- f- found out where the game actually was, uh, now nah, but Bentonville, uh, they just uh, mauled uh, Harbor. It was six to nothing. Um, uh, Kaylee, Kaylee, uh, Kayla Hurley, two goals. She's just a little sophomore. Uh, Bentonville moved to six and zero. Oh. 
Uh, looked like they're going to be a strong team again. Uh, one of the interesting, um, I wasn't at the game, but I got reported that uh, uh, Bentonville West girls beat uh, Fable, uh wow. to kind of rematch of the championship yeah, game. Yeah. So uh, I was a little bit surprised to see that. So every year is different, and I look forward to get out there and watch these kids. Uh, I, you know, I don't know a lot about soccer, but, man, I know you got to have some skill with your feet, with your head, and you got to have a lot of stamina right there because they go, 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 go. They don't go over there and sit under a shade tree no. after uh, like like I would for about 20 minutes. Well, they go. And, uh, and Rick, you've seen this too. I know you're, you're going to get a chance to see Springdale boys. I guess it'll be uh, Thursday night or yeah. whatever this week. Uh, I've covered a little bit of soccer too. I've covered Springdale probably more than any anything and anybody. Um, when you look out there at Springdale, all 11 players look almost identical in size, in stature. They're all about five foot seven, about 130 pounds, and they can they don't stop running. They don't quit. Never. They never stop. It's nonstop <laughs> run. And I'm like, man, I would kill over. You know, I mean, my goodness. Uh, but they, it's just nonstop running, and that's what Springdale. That's how they played their game. Is it's just it's they're in attack mode from start to finish, and uh, yep. it's fun to watch. I had a chance to see some softball uh, at Tuesday night. Rogers Heritage uh, claim, uh, won their uh, 6A West opener 11-0 over Springdale. Ricky, I'm gonna tell you, Springdale. They did get shut out, but this, this Springdale is much improved. They they are a much improved. They've been team. down a lot. They've been down a lot, and uh, these were games hindered that they would routinely lose twenty to one and and whatever whatever. And I know they got run ruled you know last night, but they had a couple opportunities to get on the board and uh, major props. And I'm probably going to butcher her name, but Ellie Rindow, I think is how she pronounces her name for Heritage. Uh, what a great story. She's a pitcher who last year didn't get to pitch one single game. She tried to explain to me what the injury was, and it was a scapula and a this, and I didn't know this. Your first rib is actually up around your shoulder. Did you know mm. that? I didn't know that. She mm -hmm. kind of gave me an anatomy breakdown on how this works. But anyway, she broke a rib, her top rib somehow. and, and Next to the clavicle or the Ula Mangala? The Ula Mangala, yes. <laughs> Oblaga Mangala, whatever it is. Uh, so anyway, so she, she didn't get a pitch to, to a single in a single varsity game last year. So anyway, she was good last night, struck out eight. Uh, both times Springdale had runners in scoring position, including one time with bases loaded, one out. She got back-to-back -back strikeouts to get out of it. So good job there. But what a great story, her coming back from an injury like yeah. that. And, uh, uh, you know, just, just a big win. Uh, but, Leland, I was going to throw this out at you. I know you love how you love stats and, and numbers. The Bentonville Lady Tigers, so, Henry, what, they've won 33 state championships in a row or something like that. It's Somewhere in that category. Some, yeah, something like that. So, anyway, they uh, haven't played a lot of games yet this year, weather and for whatever reason they haven't played a lot. But, anyway, they played, back, they played two games on Saturday. Leland, 11 home runs in those two games. 11 in two games. Okay. That was the Bentonville girls? Bentonville girls softball. Then they came back last night in their conference opener and hit four more out last night. So this is my advice if you're playing Bentonville. Just walk them all, and hopefully you can pick a runner off at base every now and then because if you pitch to them, there's a good chance they're hitting it out. Yeah, they, for some reason now, of course, when you have the success that Bentonville has had over the last few what, years. What they won, state, like four straight or four out of five? Or you it, it's, it's somewhere in that category. Yeah. But uh, the bad part is, is when you go to start scheduling non-conference games, Nobody wants to Nobody play. Who yet. wants to play that? And especially I mean, Benton, Benton would play them, you know. But 
not it's hard like Henry said, it's hard to find teams. You know, they they need to just use an assumed name. Yeah. Go under a different name. The Mashers or yeah. Maulers or yeah. something the like village, that. Uh, yeah. Your village, yeah, the yeah, whatever. Village, village Academy. Academy. Yeah, village Academy. Yeah. yeah. Uh but anyway, Bentonville just keeps on keeping on. They you know, bashing home runs yeah. and, and just uh the two games, I like to see their slugging percentage as a team right yeah. now. Yeah. The two <laughs> games they won and they played and got the eleven home runs. Uh, by the way, they had to play that in Louisiana. Yeah. One of the teams they played, I think might have been a Texas team. Hallsville, Texas, maybe, was one of the teams they yeah. played. Uh, but anyway, uh, you know, Bentonville's great. But senior uh, – uh, sorry, spring sports are here, Ricky. Uh, hopefully you got your suntan lotion and your uh, your sunblock and, and, and your and your. I always get like hat. a little uh, – I go from crusty white to a little pinkish little hue. Pinkish, little pink as hue. good as I can get. There you go. A little, little pink hue there. Uh, it's getting almost to beat Leland's weather. It's uh, still a few months away. But we are, do have longer days now. Yeah. Uh, and maybe they're going to be here to stay. I think uh, Congress is voting on keeping daylight savings time forever and not changing it. I don't it, think so. that's a good idea. Uh, I don't care. doesn't matter to me. I kind of like the longer days. A lot of the days. kids uh, you know, on the school bus sitting there in the dark during the winter time. Well, yeah. good. They can sleep longer. Take your pillow to <laughs> yeah. the bus. I hear a lot of people complain about this. You know, we have to adjust and all that. Why do they mess up? And I, here's my explanation. I said, if you didn't have daylight saving time, I said, you get in June, the sun is going to be up before 5 a.m. Yeah. And the, it will set around 7.30. I said, do you want to be up at, before 5 o'clock? I, do not. I don't. Not I in do the not. summertime. I'm barely up before 5 o'clock <laughs> on the p.m. side. Uh, so anyway, uh, we'll, we'll see how that goes. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. Um, but Leland, that's about all I've got for, for, for today. What you got any other, uh, nuggets of wisdom to throw our way? What else you got down there? What else you got? Well, I know that, uh, I know Harrison is hosting a big softball tournament on Friday and Saturday. Cause I know Southside and a couple of other teams Heritage, from this area is yeah. coming up to that. Yeah. Heritage will be there. Farmington also softball tournament this weekend. And then uh, next week, Alma is hosting on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday uh, a wood bat tournament yes. that has several local teams I in it as well. I love that. I love that, the wood bat. Greenland's having that. a tournament. Uh, Ricky, in fact, I got you down to go over there I'm for a little, Jer- little Jaron Sorters. Hey, Leland, I don't know if you knew this or not, uh, and I don't know if you guys do this or not, but Will McGinnis is not the coach at Greenland anymore. Now Jordan Larkin is the coach over there, and I believe they're off to a to like a 4-0 start at Greenland. But what a beautiful facility. Have you been over there in a while, Ricky? Uh, it's all turfed. It's it's turfed and everything. Beautiful. I there a couple years ago. So. Yeah, it's all turfed now. Where did McGinnis go? I'm not sure. Uh, oh. But let me tell you, Ricky, what they'll have. I'm going to prepare you for this. What's that? Alan Barton will have that smoker going out there. And he'll be smoking ribs and all kinds of stuff out there on the smoker. So you want to be prepared for that. Okay? You know, pirate burger? Yeah, baby. So I can steal it then, right? Yeah, baby. You know that. <laughs> Coach Baby be out there smoking yeah. ribs and, and brisket and tur- who knows what else out there. So you'll want to partake, partake in a little bit of that. If I'll you be, can. yep. There you go. Um, and then, so it's going to be spring break week. We will not have a podcast next week. We will come back Aww. the following week. And uh, we'll bring you all up to date as we begin the second games of conference play for baseball, softball, soccer, and all of that. So, Ricky, I know you don't have any words of wisdom. I know that, so I'll no. just go ahead and skip over you. Henry may have some. Uh, I know we've mentioned baseball, softball, and soccer and all that, but, hey, track is going on too. Track so, is I, going on. In fact, I'm looking forward tomorrow, the Tiger Relays at Bentonville, Woo. 75 degrees. Oh, there you go. Picture perfect. There you go. Hey, Henry, is Isaiah going to be there? 
I haven't talked to anybody. Me, that, he said one of his, you know, he didn't want to go early to Arkansas to play football. He said he had some goals. He had some records to break. Yeah. So I've well, been looking forward to him. He's been posting his his uh, how he's been doing in the track meets on his Twitter account. So so I, they're there for everybody to see. I bet it's pretty good. There you it? go. There you go. So if we don't have anything else, we'll go ahead and close this edition of Prep Rally the Podcast down. Again, I'm Chip Sousa for Henry Apple, Ricky Fires, Leland Barclay down the River Valley. We thank you for joining us on the podcast. We'll catch you not next week, but the week after. The Prep Rally Podcast is produced and directed by the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Find us on SoundCloud, Apple, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher.